Welcome to the Hustle Samely Podcast, a show inviting you to live a peacefully productive life. I'm your host, Jess Massey, a peaceful productivity coach and planner creator. My mission is to share mindset shifts and peaceful productivity tips that help people with really full lives go from running on fumes to living with intention in every season. You're in the right place if you want to design a life that reflects your actual priorities so you can stop the constant hustle and pursue your goals while prioritizing your well-being. Now take a deep breath and let's learn how to hustle sanely. Hi, hi, Hustle Sanely Squad. Welcome back to the show and hello. Happy fourth birthday to the podcast. Y'all, I started this podcast back in the fall of 2019 and here we are almost 200 episodes later, still going strong. This podcast, like this space, is my favorite place to show up when it comes to content creation. Like, hands down, it's not even a competition. I love being able to coach you in like long form. You know what I mean? Like, I love me some Instagram stories, but you only get a minute at a time. And sometimes Instagram only gives me 15 seconds at a time. But the podcast, like, it's just this place is so special to me and I am just so glad that you guys are here. I'm so glad that we get to do this together every Tuesday. As a little happy birthday to the podcast, can you please, you know what I'm going to say, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy the show. We are so dang close to hitting my goal of a thousand reviews. I really, really, really want to make this happen by the end of the year. And it's October, y'all, and I cannot do this without you. I have been showing up and serving you on this platform for four years straight now, and it would help me out so much if you took the time to leave me some love via an Apple podcast review. It does not take long at all, and it would seriously mean the world to me. I am so grateful that you're here, for real, I mean it, and I'm so happy that you decided to click play on today's episode. We are going to be talking all things phone boundaries. But first, since it is a new month, happy October, by the way. I don't think I said that at the beginning. We are going to kick off this episode with our Hustle Sanely News segment. Now, we do the first Tuesday of every month, we do this, the Hustle Sanely News segment. It's just like a little time where I can kind of fill you in on everything happening in the Hustle Sanely community for the coming month. Now, I'm only going to talk about one thing this month because it's It's a pretty big deal, okay? And it honestly goes kind of perfectly with today's episode. I did not plan this out, by the way, for these to like go together. It just happened to be like that. So this is your sign to become a Hustle Sanely BFF. I'll just say that. But from October 2nd through the 7th, the Hustle Sanely BFF membership is open for enrollment. Now, the BFF membership is only open four times a year, once a quarter. And this is the last chance that you can sign up in 2023. Like, that's it. You cannot become a BFF until 2024 after this week. So uh, what does this episode and the BFF membership have in common? One of my favorite words of all time, boundaries. The BFF quarter four topic is all about boundaries. We are going to be talking about how to create boundaries, how to communicate them, and how to stick to them. I thought, what better time to coach on boundaries than the holiday season? You know what I'm saying? We all need a boundary or two during the holidays. So if you're new to Hustle Sanely, let me just tell you a little bit more about the BFF membership so we're all on the same page. It's a community made up of over 350 individuals 
incredible women who are pursuing their version of a peacefully productive life. So every quarter, there's a new topic. So I just told you this quarter's topic is all about boundaries. And here's kind of what you can expect in the BFF membership. A live group coaching call on the topic, a live Q&A coaching call on the topic, a live training with a guest expert. And y'all, let me just tell you right now, our Q4 guest expert is a licensed therapist and she is going to be teaching how to set boundaries as a recovering people pleaser. Like, hello, I think we could all use some help with that. So you're going to get a like a pre-recorded training by her and then a live Q&A with her. So I'm so excited about that. We'll be doing that in December. You get access to all the replays of all the calls that I just listed. You get a digital downloadable bundle with a workbook to take notes during all those calls. And there are exercises to help you implement what you're learning in that workbook. We have a productivity power hour on Zoom every other week. It's basically where we come together and we co-work. It's incredible. I look forward to those every other week. We have a monthly plan together session on Zoom where we We bring our planners and our journals, and we just get ready for the following month together. We have a book club recommendation that goes along with the topic. I'm actually giving three book recommendations for this topic. And then we have a book club chat where we come together on Zoom and kind of share our takeaways from the books that we read. And then, of course, you get access to the BFF Facebook group, which is where community happens on the regular. People are always in there sharing Hustle Sanely wins, asking for advice and encouragement. I'm personally in there Monday through Friday, but there is always stuff happening in there on the weekends too. The BFF membership, and I am not just saying this, is hands down my favorite part of my job. And we would love to have you be a part of our growing community. It's my favorite part of my job because it's where I get to do life with you guys. Like we're in a close knit community and I'm getting to know you guys. And it's just a really rad way to, like I said, do life together. So like I said, there are already over 350 people in inside the BFF community. And uh, there's all kinds of people in there. There's moms juggling an entire family schedule. There are nine to fivers. Some of them have a side hustle. Some of them don't. There are students in there. There are business owners. There are newlyweds. Like you will find your people in the BFF membership. Okay. Basically, if you're a woman looking to create an intentional life by prioritizing your mental health and relationships as you pursue your dreams, you're going to fit right in. Okay. So if you want to be the healthiest version of you, this is your place. Like this is your home on the internet. Again, this is the last time this year that you can join the Hustle Sanely BFF community. So don't sit on this. Head to jessicamassey.com slash BFF to join. And I cannot wait to see you in there. Okay, let's get into today's episode. I want you to raise your hand if you're embarrassed by your weekly screen time report every Sunday when it shows up on your phone. Let me just tell you, I know this is a podcast. You cannot see me. My hand is in the mother freaking air, okay? Now that we all pretty much have our hands up together, I want to talk about it. So in August, and honestly, the beginning of September, I noticed that my screen time was just creeping on up to numbers that I was just not okay with. Am I on my phone a lot for work? Yes, for sure. But when my screen time exceeds five hours in a single day, like that's an issue for me. Like something has got to change. So I was like, girl, like every Sunday I would just dread that screen time report coming up. And I was like, okay, if you're dreading it, that means something is like you're not okay with it and you need to make a change or you're just going to keep feeling this dread every Sunday. So I want to live most of my life with my head up in the world, not my head down in my screen, you know? So I want to share 
my vision for this episode, I'm kind of doing it in three parts. Okay, so part one, reasons why I think it's important to monitor screen time as an adult. I know a lot of us monitor our kids' screen times, but like we need to be monitored too, okay? Part two is questions I ask before getting on my phone. And then part three, phone boundaries that I'm choosing to implement in this season. So uh, let's start with part one, reasons why I monitor my screen time and why I think it's important for everyone to really. So I'm going to tell you right now, these sound so obvious and they kind of are. But sometimes I think when something becomes our norm, like scrolling on our phones a ton, we tend to forget the detriment that it has on our lives because we're just so used to something being unhealthy. Y'all, just because we're used to something being unhealthy doesn't mean that it's now healthy. You know what I mean? Um, We've just lowered (laughs) our quality of life baseline, basically, is how I think about it. So the reasons why I care about my screen time, like how much time I'm spending, mostly on my phone when I say screen time, I'm not talking about like my Kindle, um, my laptop. I don't really spend that much time on my laptop when I'm not working. Um, So it's mostly I'm talking about my phone, but for you, whatever screen you need to apply this to, then by all means. But the reasons that I care about monitoring my screen time, I'm more present with my family when I'm not on my phone as much. I'm not as anxious when I'm not on my phone as much. I don't feel burned out by content creation when I'm not on my phone as much. And the last one, I'm more productive when I'm not on my phone as much. And when I say that, I mean I get things done that I actually want to get done and it doesn't take me twice as long as it should from being distracted by my phone. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know you know. Now, before you can be disciplined in making changes to your screen time habits, you need to be clear on why it matters to you in the first place. If you try to spend less time on your phone because you feel like you you should. That's just not enough. Y'all know by now that key two to hustling sanely is get clear on your vision because vision is what drives you to show up and do things, right? So that is why it is important to me to monitor my screen time because I want to be more present with my family. I obviously don't want to be anxious. I don't want to feel burned out by content creation and I want to be more productive. Like I told y'all they're not like mind-blowing things, but it's just like me being faced with those like outlined in black and white, I'm like, okay, obviously I need to make a change because these things are things that I want and I am not achieving them because of how much time I'm sitting on my phone. So that's part one. Part two is questions that I ask myself before getting on social media. So Yes, I really do ask myself questions before I get on social media. And listen, I know, I know that it sounds like overkill, but it's really helped me to reel back and be a more conscious phone user. Now, I don't ask myself this before I grab my phone to do something that's intentional. Like if I want to take a photo of Everly or I'm Googling what time a restaurant opens that we're wanting to go to, I'm not like, okay, let me go through my list of questions. Like, I usually only am asking myself these questions if I'm getting on to scroll social media. Okay, so keep that in mind. Like, let's be intentional when we're scrolling social media. So these are the questions that I ask myself before I grab my phone because I want to make sure that I'm scrolling with purpose. I don't want to just be like mindlessly scrolling on social media. Like when I am scrolling on social media, because I do it, obviously, I want to be sure that that's what I want to be spending my time doing in that moment. You know what I mean? So here are the questions that I ask myself. Are you about to scroll because you want to consume content or because you want to escape or avoid something? 
that one, that that's real. You know what I mean? The second question I ask myself, do you feel like you're in a good place mentally to consume mindfully? Would the healthiest version of you be cool with scrolling right now? So that's like the second little set of questions. And then the third one is how much time do you want to spend on your phone right now? So asking these simple questions, it really does help me make the best choice on whether or not to get on my phone. And the last one, how much time do you want to spend on your phone right now? Like if I I'm good on the other two sets of questions. And I'm like, yep, I really do want to scroll and watch some reels right now or like see what my friends are doing on Instagram right now. I nine times out of 10 give myself a time limit for my scroll or time will get away from me. Like I know you guys all know, honestly, I'm going to tell you straight up. That's why I don't use TikTok because I know I've seen it happen with a lot of my friends. They're like, I don't know what happened. I just sat on my couch scrolling TikTok for an hour and a half. Like I looked up and 90 minutes had gone by and I don't even know like how that happened. I don't want that to be me. So I don't have like I have a TikTok for Hustle Sanely and I use it for business purposes, but I don't like scroll and consume on TikTok, if that makes sense. Like that's a boundary I have because I know myself and I feel like I have a very addictive personality. And so I have to be like very intentional about not doing things that I know I'll get sucked into, if that makes sense. So Those are the questions that I ask myself to make sure that I'm being a mindful scroller when I am about to scroll on my phone. And then part three, and I think this is going to be y'all's favorite part of the episode, phone boundaries that I'm implementing in this season. So y'all know that I love a good habit and routine, mostly because it takes the brain power and guesswork out of things. I can just show up, do what needs to be done, and carry on with my life. I truly feel so supported by having routines because I only have routines that make sense sense for my season of life. You know what I mean? They're all very intentional. No routines in my life are just because or because I feel obligated to do them or anything like that. Anyway, when I was doing my monthly prep meeting for September, I was reflecting on August. I realized that I needed to brainstorm some phone boundaries ASAP. So I did. And because I know you appreciate concrete examples, I'm going to share my exact current phone boundaries with y'all. Now, am I perfect with these? Absolutely not. I'm a human being, but I am consistent most of the time. And I really do notice a big difference in my mental health and in how I show up for my family when I'm honoring these phone boundaries. So A lot of my boundaries are specific to being present with my family and being intentional about the time that I spend on social media. Since a lot of my work is on social media, the lines can get a little bit blurry as to when I'm on social media for fun and when I'm on there working. So I really try to pay attention to each one of those so that I don't fall back into my workaholic tendencies that lead to burnout. So that being said, here are my current phone boundaries. Now, I've only been doing these for when I'm recording this about a week and a half. And like I said, I'm not perfect at them. They're still becoming a habit. I'm still having to like frequently check in and be like, hey girl, like remember this boundary. So the first one is social media free Sundays. Now I've talked about this routine so much here on the podcast and on Instagram, but I'm going to keep talking about it because of how transformative it's been for me personally. I don't go on social media on Sundays and y'all, it is glorious. 
taking an entire day off of social media every week, it's kind of like a mental health refresh for me. It gives my brain time to unwind and to just be. Because think about it, social media is consumption. Even if it's positive stuff that you're consuming, I don't think our brains are wired to be bombarded with information all day, every day. Like, I just don't. So breaking the social media cycle on Sundays helps prevent me from feeling burned out when it comes to creating content too. So pro tip there for like fellow online business owners, when I take a day off of social media, it actually like makes me more creative in my content creation. You know what I mean? So during the first few weeks of me practicing this, my social media free Sunday, it was tough to not open social media. I'm not going to lie. But now it's second nature and something that I genuinely look forward to. And taking 24 hours off of social media every week really does add up. It saves me between 12 and 15 hours a month of phone time when you add all the Sundays up together. And that's 12 to 15 hours that I'm focused on my family, on self-care, anything other than scrolling on my phone, which it's pretty rad when you think about it like that. So that is my first boundary social media free Sunday. That one I have been doing for a couple months now and it's one that I'm very good at now. Like it's a regular routine in my life. I don't have to think about it. I just don't go on social media on Sundays. Now my second one, this is another one that's been a part of my life for a while. Limited notifications turned on. I am very picky about the notifications that I allow on my phone. The only ones that I have turned on right now are I have an affirmation app that sends me affirmations throughout the day. And these don't even go on my phone. They just pop up on my Apple Watch. I have my phone calls turned on. So when somebody calls me, I do get like a notification on my phone. (laughs) This one's kind of funny. Libby, which if you are a Kindle user, Libby is an app that you can rent free eBooks from your library. You have to have a library card. Um, And I have my notifications turned on because if a book that you're on the wait list for becomes available, you have to download it within like a certain amount of time or else it skips you and goes to the next person. So I'm like, okay, I need to know when my Libby books are ready so that I don't miss my turn for the book. So I do have that turned on. And then the last one, I have text messages turned on from Adam, my parents, my grandparents, and my best friend. Those are the only text messages that I get alerts from. Everyone else, it's like my notifications are silenced, but I have those people listed as like favorites in my phone. So their text messages come through. So everything else, every other notification requires me to manually open up my phone and look at the app to see notifications. So having to manually go in and check things keeps me from feeling that urge to click anytime a notification pops up. I don't feel like I'm constantly being pulled in 20 different directions by my phone. I am the boss of my phone, not the other way around, okay? And the same goes for you. Even if you're not acting like it right now, you are the boss of your phone, okay? So my third boundary for my phone in this season that I want to share with you, phone hours. So I am off my phone from 9 p.m. until after I finish my morning journaling, whatever time that is. It's usually around 6.30. I usually go to bed at 10, so I like to have that last hour before bed be spent journaling and reading, 
because those things usher me into a way better quality night of sleep than scrolling through Instagram reels. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no arguing with that. And then I won't get on my phone again in the morning until I finish my morning journaling. I view my morning journaling as taking a shower for my mindset. I know that sounds kind of silly, but it really is my mental health hygiene. And it's important for me to do that before I start any scrolling like at all. Okay. And to be honest, I usually don't really get on my phone until after my morning workout class. I'll get on and post like a few Instagram stories, but I don't spend more than like a minute on there at a time, like until after my workout. Like I'm not scrolling on my phone before my workout, mostly because I just don't have time. So I'm a more conscious phone user when I do it from a good mental place. And that's why I like to have like designated phone hours. It just helps me. Okay, my fourth phone boundary for this season that I want to share with you guys, and this is a newer one, designated phone-free activities. So I've kind of had designated phone-free activities in my life for a while, but I just recently changed them. So what a phone-free activity is, it's just I like to have certain activities that are deemed phone-free because then I know for sure that I'm not spending every pocket of my day staring at a screen. It's just like they're kind of like anchors in my day where I know I'm not going to be on my phone, basically. And so right now... My phone-free activities are Everly's mealtimes, unless I'm FaceTiming my grandparents because a couple times a night will, and I'm putting this in air quotes, will eat dinner with my grandparents on FaceTime so they can see Everly. Um, during Everly's bath time, I am not on my phone. And then there's a 30-minute stretch after work whenever I like to just hang out with Everly, read books, play with her toys, and not be on my phone at all. And then driving. Like I used to get on my phone if I was at like a red light or something like that. Now I just don't do that. Um, Um, so I personally need set activities in my life to not be on my phone or else I wouldn't be able to tell you when the last time I wasn't on my phone was, you know what I mean? Like I need this to help hold me accountable. Um, so like I said, these change as my season of life changes, because as y'all know, say it with me, our schedules and routines are tools, not chains. So the fifth and final phone boundary that I am implementing in my life in this season, weekly screen time audits. So honesty hour here, when I would get the screen time report, pop up on my watch every Sunday, I would just immediately close it out without looking at it because I kind of just wanted to stay in denial. Denial is what keeps us in unhealthy cycles. We have to face things head on if we want to change them. So now as a part of my weekly prep meetings, which I do on Thursdays, I spend some time looking at my weekly screen time habits. If you have an iPhone, you can do this by opening the settings app thing and then going to the screen time section. Like there's a whole section where you can just like look at all your screen time habits. It's kind of terrifying the first couple of times that you do it. But actively monitoring my screen time helps hold me accountable because I can actually see when I'm on my phone more than I'd like to be. Like there's no second guessing, right? Like usually we think we're on our phones much less than we actually are. But when you see like the cold hard numbers like in your screen time reports, it can be very jarring, but you cannot argue with the data. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right there in front of you and you're just like, oh my gosh. So, okay, that is what I have got for you guys today. Some tips and hopefully motivation to help you spend less unintentional time on your phone. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and 
share it to your Instagram stories. Tag me at Jess M. Massey and at Hustle Sanely. It helps spread the Hustle Sanely message to new ears and that is always a perk. You know what I mean? So remember that you're the boss of your phone, not the other way around. It's definitely going to take some discipline to unlearn unhealthy phone habits that have been your norm for so long, but you're capable of doing it. I promise. Okay. I love you so much. I appreciate you listening. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.